downloaded our podcast and thank you very much and maybe you're streaming it right now mm. which um which is still good if you're on the train don't worry about when that tunnel cuts it out make sure you stick with it because there'll be heaps of good stuff still to come you're joining us for peacock conversation i found that very bizarre i didn't mm. realize that it was it was an a, epidemic a thing yeah mm. owning peacocks uh, government's cracking down on it oh, well don't give away the whole story and there's a twist at the end. <laughs> uh, so that's coming up. Uh, also, Craig David joins us for a chat. Um, it is all on the way. Here we go. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Yeah, this guy uh, tore it up at R&B Friday Live, and he's with us uh, right now to talk about his brand new album. You cannot stop this man. Craig David is on the air. Morning. Good morning. How are you? We are good. Congratulations on your latest uh, album. Uh, thank you so much. You know, it's been so well received. Like, it, it, more than I could have imagined. You know what I mean? So, yeah, really happy. Yeah, I mean, we need it as well because, of course, we have R&B Fridays um, and you came out for it and we always got to add to the playlist. So that's why we were like, yay! Uh, and you know what? It, it was great because I really felt like all the acts that were on that bill, even though there were some, like, sort of throwback um, artists that hadn't been necessarily put out, like, newer stuff, and mm. but you had Neo and Sean Paul and Kelly Rowland, the 2018 feels like we're in that era of, of where that R&B of the 2000s is completely back in that place. Yeah. yeah. So you're almost ahead of the game with that whole, um, with the live R&B live shows. It was wicked. I, I have one question about that night, actually. Just before you got on, I saw you backstage. You were in in the back of a car before yeah. you went on, and I could see the glow of your phone on your face. Now, I will admit, I was a few tins under the belt. Yes, he was. And it looked like, though, you were aggressively texting. Were you having a text argument just <laughs> before you set? No, do you know what? It would mostly have been me trying to get a post up to say I'm about to go on stage <laughs> and then answering as many as many tweets as I possibly could before I actually went on and said, right. yeah, yeah, I'm about to come on. Like, and to be, yeah, yeah, I love it. And to be honest, that was really annoying because it was raining as well and so yes. many people were messaging that you couldn't get good service. So I don't know about you, but I was like posting. I was like, it's not going up. And then I posted again. And then I, at the end of the night, I saw that I've posted the same photo like five times. <laughs> You're like, Ugh. Yeah, that... That that that's the worst one, especially like if it's on, on Instagram. Like it can it can really mess you up. Or the or the sound ends up being like two or three seconds like the part like late to the actual like party. <laughs> like wow, this is not what we were trying to go for. But yeah, I had, a, I had such a good time here. I really really appreciate you having me on the bill. It was great. And you are fingers crossed. You you want to perform at Prince Harry and Meghan Michael's wedding, right? You want to be their wedding singer. Do you know what? It was just I got asked the question: Would you like to perform at, at the wedding? I was like, listen, who wouldn't want to perform yeah. mm. for, for for such a an iconic kind of couple and and the royal family and what it means to everyone who's sort of growing up in the UK and around the world, especially and, and Australia. So yeah, I mean, of course, man, jump up there and. Drop a little bit of I Know You in the first dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Baseline drop as they kind of hit that. <laughs> <laughs> would, would you then continue, though? Do you think you could do Ed Sheeran's? Because I said that Ed Sheeran should perform at his own wedding, and the guys here say that, no, that's probably a little it's bit tacky. Yeah. I mean, to be, I think Ed's probably got, like, he would love to kind of have, like, perform at his, and he and he knows literally everybody now. I mean, he's he's done so well for himself. But, um, I'm sure that he'll, he'll get the right person that... Or the, or the right one that his his fiance 
really would love to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's you know the key, so, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, no, never say never. Do you know what I mean? If yeah. she, she's feeling the vibe. I mean, <laughs> I mean, saying that though, we're talking about weddings and stuff. I mean. We were on the station, and that lovely girl Sophie. I mean, yes, yes. Talk about how that all came about. Yes. yes, that was amazing. She was on our show. She said she's been tweeting you for so so many years, just asking you to be at the wedding, and you finally said the, yes. Think about the audio here of what happened last time you were on with us. I was trying to keep it a lovely secret for you and come last minute, but I will come through and do a little something for you on your on your <laughs> wedding. Let's do it. Hundred percent. It'll be a pleasure. I literally can't wait to meet you. Oh, you are so beautiful. What was oh, the wedding man. like? Listen, it was incredible. She she'd been tweeting for like over a year, every single day, um, and I really was gonna like. I got to the point like sort of eight nine months in. I was like, you know what? She's really seen this through, you know? I mean, this would actually really be beautiful to do it. Yeah. Um, but the fact you guys, when you got up on, on, on the radio and I went over there and she, they looked after me so well. They, they treated me as if I was family. Wow. Um, made sure I was okay. Made sure, like, they're always coming up to me. Are you all right? Are you sure? I mean, we told the guests to not to not come over. And then I said, listen, everyone could get involved. I'm here. I'm in Tenerife. Like, let's, let's get the selfies in. Let's yeah. get on stage and... They had such a good time. I was so grateful. I don't know if you can do Megan Michaels now. I think Soph may have set the mm. bar too high. That could have been the best wedding you'll ever attend. Do you reckon at that wedding, though, you know there's always that one speech you cringe on. I really hope there's someone who gets up at that wedding and goes, well, we all thought Harry was going to be a player forever. I mean, we saw him with this model, that model, this party, <laughs> doing this, and finally she's bagged him. Or do you reckon the Queen has got oh, hitmen there yeah. ready to shoot people who go too far? I don't think anyone's going to get the chance to even sort of like sneeze before someone kind of like shuts them down. I think that is going to be very kind of together um, and it will run like kind of clockwork. I don't think it will be one of sort of random ones where like, the speech went on a bit too long or this went on a bit. Yeah. It's be like, no, you've got five minutes to get this get this out and you've got five minutes over there. That's a but, shame. I just think it, I think it'll be an amazing wedding though I think it's yeah. like wow because I met Prince William um, when I was at a charity event and I remember standing next to him and he was talking about like film me in and rewind and songs that he goes oh yeah I love, I love rewind I love film me in I'm thinking this is Prince William this is the future king yeah. the king <laughs> yeah. of, of the England yeah. and he's just down like we were mates who went to college together I mean I was just like that's the coolness of what we're dealing with now in the royal family so yeah. it's going to be great Speaking about previous albums, um, we've had a bit of, bit of a discussion about one of your songs. Oh, we're going to do this. Are I think we? we're going to do it because okay. Manny has had a problem with one of your songs. I think it is possible, um, but he's saying it's unrealistic. And I was like, well, not for people like yourself. Maybe it's just for him. Right. Uh, I tell you what, hang there. We'll play some ads. We'll play a bit more music. Uh, we'll come back and we'll have to discuss this. Craig David, he is hanging out with us more than next. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Yeah, he's hanging out with us. Craig David uh, is back on the air this morning. Now, Maddie, I think it's about time you address an issue you have with Craig David. Um, okay, let me let me describe. Let's talk man, man to man here. Full honesty, right, Craig? Mm-hmm. Now, your new album, The Time Is Now, get your hands on that. It's got great new tunes. But let's go back to seven days because I'm, I'm a lyric listener. I like to listen to the lyrics. So I'll just play the main part of the song. Monday, 
Now, I think it's a bit optimistic that if a guy actually meets a girl on Monday, that he has had enough time to put work in to get her into bed by Wednesday. Right. Let me help you out, my man. Like, now we're going to fast forward back to the Time Is Now album, right? Yeah. Where there's a song called um, Living In The Moment, or mm. Live In The Moment, which is produced by Kay Trinada, features Gold Link on this record. Yeah. And this one pretty much is takes you to the next level where it just talks about living in the moment. Mm. We're not even worrying if it's Monday, Tuesday, uh-huh. or Wednesday. Uh-huh. We're just like, let's be in this now. Do you know what I mean? So yes. We've, we've moved on. We've, we've moved on to the place where if it feels right, it can happen there and yeah. then. Yeah. Don't put time restraints on yeah. it. Yeah. And you, you caught up on Monday as well. Well, that's like, a, so that's It doesn't matter thing. what he's saying. Any time could be now. But I, I just think if it was really, like, lyrically correct, it would be met a girl on Monday, text messaged her till Wednesday, had a no. cheeky drink on Thursday... No. Broke her down and finally got her home early no, Sunday no, morning. No. You're not romantic. You're, so, you're, you're so not like out of the loop. Do you know what? It's not even that. Craig David's right. It's it's living in the moment. It, this is what it is now. It's like hooked up with a chick on Tinder at six p.m. Went for, to the bar at seven p.m. Back at my place nine thirty. Or the flip on it is, you just you beat the girl. You're living in the moment. You're having a good time, and that may play out for like a month, two months before you get anywhere near going to bed because you actually feel the girl rather than you just wanted to bag her and go to sleep with her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you can be a true gentleman. So I'll give you the flip of that as well. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those... Those kind of, there's, there's so many different angles that you can hit that one at. Do you know what I mean? But we still chill on Oh, yeah, Monday, I know what you mean. He's still chilling. Yeah, he's yeah. still chilling. No, I mean, <laughs> met a girl on Monday. We dated for six months and we got engaged. Had a long engagement, got married in 2018. Now we got grandkids, it's all going well. There you go. <laughs> Jeez! You never lost it, man. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. <laughs> oh, mate, always nothing but a pleasure to have you uh, here on the show with us. And uh, your new album, The Time Is Now, uh, you've got to get your hands on it. It's bloody brilliant, as always. And uh, hopefully we see you back in the country doing some shows, hey? Man, I can't wait to get back out there, man. I mean, like, just, just to finish off with The Time Is Now, it's such a, on the new wave of the R&B that's going on. To have J.P. Cooper on there and Obviously, yeah. the I Know You song with Bastille. There's Ella May, um, AJ Tracy. It's just like an album that I feel feels like Born to Do It, but in 2018. So, awesome. yeah, like I said, thank you so much for all the support. I appreciate it. No worries. Thank, thank you, you, man. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. We had a discussion about cask wine. Do people still drink it? It's not just my parents. People do. And then we thought, look, well, what about the goon sacks? They just go to waste. We should use them like we're used to when we were kids for flotation devices. Strap them all together. We're going to cross the Brisbane River. All three of us sitting on it. This is going to happen, we're hoping, with all the, the weather, it's going to be next Thursday. No, it's, that's not the weather. It all comes down to this, I think. This is my... This is You're what's going to make me make the call, yeah. So a lot of people have been concerned about bull sharks. They've yeah. been sending us in photos, and one person has been sending me text messages. Well, before we get to that, to prove just how serious the shark issue is, we had our uh, marine architect in the other day, and off the air, he was telling us about some friends who've been doing some research there in the river. I was a friend yesterday, and he was on the Brisbane River uh, doing some testing. Yes. And he ran into some researchers from UQ, and they said they were doing sonar testing, and they counted 600 bull sharks in the top half of the river. Pardon? (laughs) (laughs) 
my God. 600? But it's okay. They won't see you. And even if they do see the goon bags, I'll think you're a uni student or a, or a backpacker, and so they'll be no... Oh, so they, know, oh, they don't eat, they only eat noodles. It's not worth eating yeah, them. Yeah, no, exactly. It's pretty sharky in there. It's, yeah. It's and more sharky than water. And I get a lot of text messages from friends going, you're an idiot, and I go, yeah, cool, no worries. But I've been getting text messages that from... That was a, before the goon raft. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. From a friend of mine, and I think this is an issue... Julie McKenzie, who we all know as our, our psychic that comes on board, amazing. and so far for us, she's got a hundred percent correct. That's right, she's amazing. What she, did she? What did you predict again, Julie? Do you remember your predictions? Uh, which one? Yeah, Melbourne Cup, the Grand Finals yes. for NRL, yep. AFL. Um, yeah, the, yes. Oh, yeah, there's you, been a fair few. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a little book where you write them down. I, I would. Uh, no, no. A few worldwide stuff, I, I write those big ones down. Mm. But a lot of the other stuff, it's sort of just a bit of fun, you know. Yeah. But, For us. Um, yeah. 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 But she has <laughs> sent me... might not be. <laughs> she sent me a text message saying, oh my gosh, what the... A goon bag? Sharks? No way. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This is a warning. Bull sharks are aggressive. Now, Julie, this is an issue because is this a prediction or is this yeah, a we need to know. friendly warning? Is this just warning? a friendly warning or are you sensing something? <laughs> Yeah, well, um, probably not the best idea you guys have had before. I would have tried a little bit of something else maybe before you went to the big one like this because mm-hmm. if you think about it, goon bags are literally like a big lure. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're like, here, fishy, fishy, please come here. Uh-huh. So, um, we, didn't want, we didn't want you you on Rex to tell us how to catch a shark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, We just want to know, uh, yes. is, are the spirits saying to you Do we that they're going to romp on a chompers? Yeah. Well. I wouldn't tempt fate. That's put it put it this way. Uh, Julie, Julie, yes or no? <laughs> I would say no myself. However, you can do what you would like. This is your your life. However, would you come back with brown pants? I would say you probably would. Would you see a shark fin? Yes, I would say you probably would. Uh, but the big thing I would say definitely do not take any bananas on board because they're such bad luck to start with. But yeah, I um, what? Just... Damn it! Cancel Julie, it! Cancel it? the whole thing. If I can't take a banana, I'm not doing it. What? Well, bananas are such bad luck. We're are thinking. They? If you look at it, yes, yeah, because that's what they said way back. I think it was like in the 1800s when See, a boat went down. Julie, they found all the bananas that floated, so they decided it was bad. Okay, all right, all right. Julie, if I'm walking there and we see a guy eating a banana. Like, how, how is that supposed to make us... A guy walking down the street eating a banana no, sus no, as it is. No, no bananas on the boat. Okay. 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 Um, okay, but say, okay, let me put it to you this way, Jules, because you are yeah. a psychic extraordinaire, right? We're doing this on Thursday next week. If yeah, I said in breathing to, season. Yeah, all right. If I said <laughs> oh, to you, Jules... They'll be busy. At least they won't want to eat. Yeah. You no know one feels like eating in the middle of that. Yeah, but you no, get but hungry after. 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 Um, <laughs> if I said to you, Julie McKenzie, will you come on the Stab, Abby and Matt show on Friday to chat about it, would you say yes or would there be no point in saying yes? Oh, I would... <laughs> Um, I would love to be wrong. Absolutely wrong. But I would say, I'm not saying you're going to to pass. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. it's a bit dicey for me. I wouldn't okay. be doing it and okay. I'm getting a bit of a warning that, no, you probably shouldn't be doing it. However, it doesn't mean, like, you know, you could still survive with one leg. I'm out. <laughs> you know. I'm no, out. you're not out. I'm no, out. Julie's just being... I'm out. Julie, she's we saying... love you, but she's saying we're going to see you, Finn, but it's going to be okay and it's going to be a bit scary. It's I just, think that's... Yes, it's going to be a bit scary. I wouldn't... Yes, and a lot still up to free will. So if somebody freaks out, I'd be mm. making sure that raft is super huge. It has a frame on it, like, underneath. 
uh, I would be making sure that you've got boats around. So if you flip out, you are quickly thrown into another one. Yeah, and I'd be covered. making sure that I'd be sticking right in the middle. All right, I've had enough, Julie. You've made me, you've, Julie what, you've, has never got anything wrong for me. Yeah, well, Ever. she didn't say no one's going to die. Yeah. No one's going to die. Just maybe someone just might scary. lose a leg. You know? You still get around with one. It's inconvenient, but you'll live to tell you the feeling, tale. You're not feeling good now, Stavo. No, that's not great. <laughs> Imagine that. You reckon you could do a book tour after, like an inspirational? I was out on me goon raft. Why are you? Lost my leg. Chuckles over there. Because when I'm nervous, <laughs> I joke. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. Oh. <laughs> Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Now, we designed this segment uh, because sometimes I believe in this world we are trying to be so PC Mm. that we actually cut off people. Yeah, because you're like, I don't want to offend him, so I'm not going to ask him any questions, when often people wouldn't mind. I reckon it's more offensive if someone has something different about them and then you just don't even acknowledge it. It's like you're disgusted by it sometimes, I think, might be their reaction. So here we put people up. You can ask anything you want. First thing that comes to mind, 131060, you can get on the phone and ask this person a question. This is a little bit fascinating, and she does have a book out. You can check it out. It's called Appetite. Her name is Anita Cassidy. Good morning. Hi there, Abby. It's Anita. Hi. Anita, Anita. And you are on because you are in an open relationship. I am, yes. Describe the setup. So, because none of us have ever been in one. Have we? I don't think. Okay. Well, I think the way it works for me is I would identify as polyamorous or consciously non-monogamous. And what that means is I'm in a relationship with one person right now, um, but he and I are free to date other people. Um, I'm getting to know a couple at the moment as well as another woman. And he, my partner and I spend time talking about and agreeing the boundaries by which we explore and get to know those people romantically and physically. Okay. Right. So if anyone's listening, 13, 10, 60, whatever question you have. So you you were married for 10 years and then you said to your husband, this isn't working for me. I want to be able to see other people. Well, that's a, it wasn't quite as blunt as that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much how the conversation ended up. I think I was beginning to feel a bit frustrated and a little bit unhappy with the way my life was going in terms of getting to know more about myself. And I've been exploring through researching appetite. I was reading more about relationships. I was reading about how different relationships can work. And I came across this idea of polyamory and open relationships. And the idea that you've got complete honesty and the freedom to basically explore and get to know other people, not always physically, but emotionally as well and romantically, and kind of get to know more about yourself through exploring those different relationships. And it just really appealed to my sense of curiosity, but also really appealed to my sense of wanting to know more about myself and also get to know other people. What about him? Is he hooking up with other women? No, no. He um, he chose. He did have a few dates in that first year that he and I were exploring the openness together, but it wasn't something he ever really felt he wanted to do for himself. And he's now looking for a monogamous relationship himself. But I think he's approaching monogamy a lot more consciously this time round. So yeah. he's kind of going into it knowing that. So, you, so you're not to, are you not together anymore? No, Mark and I separated about a year ago. Uh, uh, right. 
Right. So that must be hard to. But, but to... I am. But I am in. Obviously, I am in. He and I still co-parent. We yeah. still get on really well. Yeah. And I think what we've managed to do is kind of navigate the end of that and the, and that change really well. And the relationship I'm in now is fully open and polyamorous in that we are free to explore and meet other people. How many you got? Like on the boil. What do you It's all about numbers, isn't it? It yeah. always makes me laugh. People, it's fascinating how people are really fascinated by the numbers and the, the kind of. The how many? Come on. Well, things, but, it is, but you can understand that. It's hard to deal with one person, you know, well, now think, to do. Well, absolutely. Well, one. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I think I'm, I'm, I'm dating someone at the moment. I've got yes. a partner, a committed and serious partner. His name is Andrea. I've been seeing him for two years. Like I said earlier, I'm getting to know a couple at the moment who are really important friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping that relationship develops. Um, and I'm also getting to know a couple of women. Um, what I've noticed with polyamorous relationships is people tend to take their time rather than in monogamous setups where yeah. once you met someone you really like, you kind of lock them down and make, you know, make sure that they're yours and they're kind of bagged down. Yeah. Anita, and down. Um, I've Maddie Acton. It's a lot more yeah. time. He's counted six on his hand. Is that correct? <laughs> he's, he's doing the numbers. He can't get. He can't get past the numbers. He can count to six. He well, that's that's amazing. I think six is six sounds about right. Then I guess in terms of people I'm getting to know and like to know better. Okay. All right. Well, uh, hang there, Anita. This is it's interesting because mm. there's not many people you meet where they're married or they're in a relationship with more mm. than one people. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, we're going to play Alpha Bucks tomorrow. It's Friday, the 2nd of Feb. Do you say February? I say February. I say February. February. But it's spelt February. No one says that. gets that wrong, don't they? Yeah. Is it a silent R? Yes. February. 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 Spelt February. Because technically it's Wednesday as well. No. Yeah. I say Wednesday. You say Wednesday? Nah, I say Wednesday. I say Knigget. (laughs) Say what? Knigget. You know, the Knigget's of the round table. (laughs) Nice. Nights. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's your letter for Alpha Bucks tomorrow so you can play. 8 a.m., 10,000 bucks on the line. The letter for today, it, tomorrow, is S for Stav. Huh. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Let's break down those walls, people. Let's ask anything. Let's not be afraid. Yes, and this is an interesting one. We're joined by Anita Cassidy, who has a book, Appetite, and it's all about being in open relationships. She joins us now for your questions. Are you there, Anita? Hi there. All right. First up, we have Jacob from Bray Park. What's your question? Um, Hi, guys. I I was wondering if you have any boundaries set uh, for, like, the bedroom when you're out seeing other people. It's quite common to set boundaries, I think, but there is a lot of trust and um, respect in the relationship I have with Andrea, so we don't really set any boundaries around the physical stuff other than practicing safe sex. Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, it's, yes, a, it it's an important aspect. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's the key one, and that's, yeah. and that's the key one. Obviously, that's the one that comes kind of front and centre. You just make sure that you're being careful, um, because once you start multiplying the numbers, mm. then it becomes even more important to take precautions. Yeah. But um, other than taking, other than being careful, then there aren't any other boundaries in place. Yeah, okay. Thank you. We've got Charmaine from Daisy Hill. What's your question for Anita? Hi there. Do you mind if I ask if you have kids? 
how do they deal with it and how do you introduce them to it? Okay, yeah, and I've got a couple of kids and what I did when I started dating Andrea, he and I were seeing each other for a year before I introduced him to the children Mm. and what I made sure was that he and I agreed that he would be committed to kind of maintaining that connection with the children if he developed one above and beyond our relationship. You know, so that if he met them and got to know them, that he would be committed to them as someone that he's getting to know outside of what he and I are doing so that he would become friends with them um, regardless of what happened with him and I. And with other people that I meet, I guess so many of them were actually friends of mine anyway, so the friendships are there. Um, So it's just like basically introducing your children to really good friends of yours. And again, I would always make sure that I trusted and really knew those people before I introduced them to the children. How old are your children? Do they understand that you are in an open relationship? Yeah, they're 10 and 8, and we have talked to them. My former husband and I have talked about what monogamy means, what polyamorous means, and the fact that whereas for, for Mark, one person is enough and he wants that one special romantic connection, that I feel it is possible to love more than one person, mm-hmm. and that that's what I'm looking for in my life right now. Alrighty, mm-hmm. well, uh, we're talking to Anita. She was married uh, and in a polyamorous relationship, so dating other people at the same time. Zach, you got a question for her? Uh, yeah, honey, you know, okay. um, my, my partner and I are also in the same situation. We're open polyamorous. Okay. Um, and we were just wondering, have you ever experienced um, sort of hate or vilification from society or, you know, the community because of it? Yeah, I've noticed um, since going kind of public in the national press here in this country, there was a lot of negative feedback on the articles that appeared in the press. I haven't read those for obvious reasons, but Mm. I think there is a real split in the kind of, some people are just like, this is your life, you live and love the way you want to, and you've got another set of people that seem to really want to kind of vent their own, seemingly their own frustrations really, on another person's set of choices, which I just don't really understand. I think we should all be free to live and love how we choose. Yeah, and I feel like that's come from mostly a conservative uh, point of view. Absolutely. I think it's important to recognise that everyone wants to, people should be free to live um, how they want to, but also just respect other people's choices if they've considered them, like you probably have as well. You know, you don't take these choices lightly. Don't make decisions to open up relationships lightly. It isn't like you just wake up one day and think, oh, I'll just do this and see what happens. You know, we tend to think about it, plan it, talk about it. I did a lot of reading before doing this. And, you know, my former husband, but also Andrea and I talk about it all the time. You know, a lot more conscious about our relationship than a lot of other people that I know. Right. And uh, I think I should be... Let's go to Elle. Uh, she joins us right now. Elle, okay. what's your question? Hi, I don't mean to sound rude, but I was just kind of wondering how you can kind of promote it as a good thing when your last relationship ended in a divorce. Ah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? I think it's... um. I tend to see relationships changing or relationships ending as not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, Mark and I are still friends. We co-parent our children together. We still spend time together. Um, The changes I went through and the explorations and the kind of things I learned about myself meant that he and I just weren't really compatible anymore. And I I see that as not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I still feel sad about it. You know, I Mm. still feel sad that that didn't work out. I didn't get married thinking it wouldn't work out. But at the same time, I really, I really respect and love him for letting me be myself and giving me the freedom to kind of change and grow. 
and also creating a relationship where I was able to do that and get to know myself better and kind of evolve in the way that I have. So I don't see it as necessarily a bad thing. I just sometimes, you know, feel sad that it's happened, but I just don't think change is always negative. Okay, well, Cassie joins us. Cassie, you're our last caller. What would you like to ask Anita? Hi, Anita. Do you mind if I... Uh, hi there. Uh, <coughs> hi. What are the rules hi. with your situation if you were to get pregnant to one of your partners? Okay, well, um, I <laughs> I guess I, I'm not really planning to have another family or any more children, so I take a lot of precautions to make sure that I don't get pregnant again. But if something were to happen by accident, then I guess I'd have to have a conversation about that. But given how careful I am with that set of, with, well, with that kind of thing, then I'd, it seems unlikely mm. at this stage. And also, given my age, I mean, I'm in my early 40s now, so... Mm. Becoming uh, pregnant is kind of unlikely anyway. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yep. absolutely. <laughs> but it would be weird, wouldn't it, to be in a in a, like be married or in a proper relationship and then have someone who you're just dating and then you fall pregnant to them. That would be tough. That would be. Yeah, I guess so. But that happens in straight that happens in straight and monogamous relationships all the time. That's true. People have unplanned pregnancies, yeah. and I guess that you have to deal with that as and when it happens. But I think people in the poly community and in open relationships tend to be a lot more kind of on it in terms of protection mm. and practicing safe sex anyway because they're more conscious of what they're doing and why. Mm. Good point. Yes. Interesting. Uh, well, Anita, we really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Your book is Appetite if people want to purchase it on Amazon. Nice to talk this morning. Okay. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Abby. Thanks, Matt. Have thanks, a great Anita. morning. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, look, anyone who wants to be a part of this, we'd love you to come on board. Yeah, I think people are in different situations and we love it like overseas or locally as well. So 131060, if you think you have a situation we'd like to put yourself forward for, do you mind if I ask? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Stav is very excited about this story. (laughs) I don't know if I'm excited more than angry because the man has done it again. The government just trying to control our lives and, and telling us what we can and can't have. And up until just recently, if I chose to, because I have a property that is um, more than 800 square metres, I could have... Of course you do in Barden, sweetheart. Of course you do. Yeah. Someone lives on a ranch. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a name. I could have had up to and including 20 peacocks roaming my lawns. That a, that's an annoying noise. I, I, I'm, it just says peacock sound effect on the button, oh, yeah. so I'm assuming that's it. But it sounds like it's in the toilet because it's echoing. I've trained them well. <laughs> so what? Are, what are, the Brisbane City Council, shout out to them. They do they're changing, great work. Um, they're open 24 hours if you ever want to call with complaints. They know Abby very well. Uh, they're changing. They're, they're proposing a change to the pet laws that means that you couldn't keep uh, peafowls uh, on any property that isn't rural. And at the moment, you can keep up to 20 peacocks on a property if it's 800 square metres. Why would you keep a peacock? Because they're lovely. Well, no, I mean, the, well, the, the males have beautiful feathers, mm. but would you really want 20 of them peacocking around? Like, oh, they're just, they're competitive. I imagine it's like Mike Tyson, you know how he's got a tiger? Yeah. Where you're like, I'm so good, I can just have a tiger. Where you just come around and people go, hey, there's my puppy, there's my cat. There's Look at all peacock. my peacocks. There's 20 of them. Oh, and at 19, the dog got one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, cats and peacocks, probably not a good mix. Why are they getting rid of them? Uh, noise complaints from neighbours. Well, that was annoying, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, they want them. They want them to be just on rural properties, and you could have a, th- a fine of up to six six thousand three hundred dollars. I imagine if you can afford to have twenty peacocks, 
you can probably afford six thousand bucks. You'd get fined for one though, and I don't think one peacock could set you back that much, would it? Nah. Oh, uh, can you eat peacock? Mm, is it related to spatchcock? <laughs> it's all in the cock family. <laughs> well, the cock family, I think you do. I mean, a cockatoo, you couldn't really. No, That's I don't know. Oh, I've eliminated you, could. you couldn't. You couldn't eat a cockatoo. <laughs> I bet you could. Oh, okay. I bet you no. have. <laughs> Walk into that one. I bet you did. No, I'm just saying you couldn't. You couldn't eat a cockatoo. No. Hey, Robert's call, 131060. We uh, we did ask because we read this story and we went, sweet, new new law, whatever. But no one no one's going to have to deal with this because no. I, I don't reckon anyone's, anyone anyone's, anyone's, anyone's got a peacock. No. I mean it. no, so Rob, we threw it out there before. Robbo from Perpin Gary. How are we? Yeah, good, mate. You've mm-hmm. got a pet peacock. Uh, no, my grandfather does. He has uh, two of them. Oh. And a boy. And why does he? Why does he have them? Just, they're just pets. Yeah, they're pets. He's got he's got a bunch of animals, but um, you know they're his favourites. He has a couple of um, sheds for them, and you know they don't want to build a nest in the shed. They oh. want to build it on his roof. Oh. oh, so are they nice pets? Like, do they make a lot of noise? Um, like, make a lot of mess? What are they like? Um. Uh, they're not too bad. Like they're a bit noisy in the morning, but they, mm. you know, they try to scratch up the grass and that. But um, yeah, no, other than that, they're actually pretty nice. Sounds mm-hmm. like he'd be alright. He's out rural by the sounds mm. of things. Mm. Uh, Louise, you're in Shelburne. <laughs> Hello. Um, well, we've got about we've got our neighbour's got peacocks, but she's got white ones. She's got like females, males, and then they have babies and everything. So we've got about 30 or 40 peacocks just roaming around at the moment. Oh, you're drowning in peacocks. Yeah, well, usually if you... Oh, they were going off before, but, mm. yeah, they'll absolutely go... Oh, that they sounds like they don't like you talking. They just silence. cut your line. <laughs> <laughs> They've cut your line. How do you usually say where we are? <laughs> the government will find out. Yeah. Cut the line. There's we're 40 of us. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Well, we need to talk about the super blue blood moon that graced Australian skies last night in a special lunar eclipse. Unfortunately, we couldn't see it because it was raining and too cloudy, so it was a little bit of a fizzer for us. But that doesn't stop the effects. But I felt the effects. I came in this morning, I was like, my kids were insane last night. They, they came into our room like seven times just to say like strange things and they couldn't sleep. Hair growing all over them, teeth coming out. Werewolf. <laughs> oh, we got the we got the reference to werewolf. Yeah. Team Jacob. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm not laughing as much. It's just it was a bit of a you know. And I and I yelled. I lost my call, and I felt really bad. I was so guilty this Me? morning, and I said that to Maddie. I was like, I feel really guilty. I've got to call my kids and apologise for me yelling. And you were like, No, I did the same. Oh yeah, Xander flipped a biscuit. He was in our bed, moving around and just made you know that noise they make where they go. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Why are you crying? I flicked on the lamp, lifted up his leg and smacked him on the bum. Said, be quiet. Did that make him be quiet? Yes. Did it? No. <laughs> Woke up the whole hour. Oh. But uh, we, we, I didn't even realise the moon thing. You said it when I came in. I'm like, it was the moon. So 131060, uh, did the moon get ya? Curly in Hillcrest. Did the moon get ya? Hi, how are you going? Good. Good, how are you? Good. Ah, uh, yeah, better now, kind of. Mm. My dog ran away. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. My dog blitzed it, and I actually have to go pick him up from the pound now because I finally found him, but I spent like four hours last night trying to find him. Yeah, uh, he, had to, he had to run away to find a good place to howl. Oh, he just blitzed it. I don't know where he went or what happened, but yeah, so that was fun. What sort of Ranged dog? As, as I was. He's a Pomeranian, so uh, a little, little shithead, little fluffy little one. thing, so... Yeah. 
Yeah. You sure? Um, you sure it wasn't? Uh, you sure it was the moon and his Tinder account wasn't just blowing up? Oh, I'm not sure. To be honest, I'll have to check his Tinder account, won't I? Uh, yeah. Tinder for dogs. You're onto something there. Uh, Trish from yes. Apple Apple Bar. If you're um, looking for a purebred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Trish, did the moon get you? Yes, it did. It gets me every month, but last night was even better. I danced every full moon. Every full moon I danced under it. In the backyard? Uh, backyard, night, nude? Front yard. No, my front yard. I've got a beautiful tree. Yeah. I've made my garden specifically for dancing under the moon. Awesome. Oh, wow. so, what sort of dance, Trish? Like a, like a crumping style well, or like a... It's more towards um, a rhythmic flow mm. and I call upon my winds, like they're my sister winds with my sister moon. So... Uh-huh. And I put blessings out for everybody. Lovely. I know it sounds crazy. No, Trish. No, I don't think it sounds good. Crazy. Can you do a good blessing stuff. for us next month? I did it for everybody, but yeah, I can do it for you specifically. Not a problem. Are hey, you, Trish? Are you, uh, you go. Do you realise your neighbours probably sit here just inside <laughs> their front windows drinking a scotch going, love, the loony's back at it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I hope you're watching. Yeah. Good for you, Trish. Keep it up. Back to nature. Be careful. I'm not naked when you're looking. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Keep dancing. I'm going to do that next full moon. We used to howl when I was at drama school and I was so kooky. We used to go to Bondi Beach uh-huh. and howl at the full moon. Tonight on Bondi Rescue, they're back. Hoppo, Kerbo, Gearbox, Sleepy, Bashful. Don't know what to make of the strange acting students that are currently howling in amongst the syringes and turds. <laughs> Nikki, in Kashmir, did the moon get so true last night? Well, it was kind of strange. I don't sleep that well anyway, but last night I kept waking up with a song in my head and it was the same song. So I got on with my normal day, yeah. got in my car, turned on the radio. First song I heard was the song that's been playing in my head all night. Wow. You just played it, Selena Gomez. Yeah. And then you were talking about how the mood affected you, and it's like, well, that's got to be me. Yeah. Oh, the, songs we, the song we just played was the yeah. one that was in your head all night? Just, that's the song, the Selena Gomez song. Yeah, right. Uh, Which happens to be called Wolves. Oh, wow. Which is, oh. There you go. And I think that's because of the moon. I yeah. think that that's where, the, where it came through. It's just that it was the first song that I heard this morning. Yeah, right. Wow, that's crazy. So I just thought that that was kind of cool. Yeah, mm. there you go. We've got Gary, lastly, in Springfield Lakes. Did the moon get you? Uh, yeah, it did. I just I just felt really good between seven and nine. Mm-hmm. In, in the space of a couple of hours, I... I learned a couple of new languages and made a couple of million on the stock exchange. <laughs> it was really good. But when it wore off at nine o'clock, I lost everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to wait another 150 years to happen again too, Gary. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Australia's biggest social experiment is back. Married at first sight. Married at first sight. I have only known you for five seconds, but I promise to respect you, support you, and most of all, make sure I'm not yelling at you just because I'm hungry. (laughs) Married at First Sight. It's back on the telly. I love this show. And uh, it continues tonight, 7.30 on Channel 9. Uh, A bit of a special chat because, Abby, you happen to be in the crowd for the wedding that was on last night. Yeah, this is really exciting because I went to a wedding and now I get to meet the bride. <laughs> Said the groom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Davina is in the studio with us. Good morning. Good morning, guys. I actually didn't know you were there. Yeah, well, I was there and it was kind of a bit exciting because I, I followed you online because yeah. you've been big on social media for a while. Like, you've got so many Instagram followers. Oh, but you do because you're a fashion Stop. designer. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was really weird seeing you going, oh, my God, I know her. And then I was really nervous whether you would like the groom. And I thought he was really gorgeous. What was yeah. your first impression? Well, looking down the aisle at Ryan, um, he's tall, he's handsome, you know, he's got a great smile and stuff. So, yeah, I was quite happy. I was like, okay, well, this is, you know, so far so good. And now that you know his personality... Yeah, so that was a bit awkward. <laughs> the first the first few conversations we had was just a little bit like confronting. Now, you are friends with Nadia as well who was mm-hmm. on the previous season. Who yeah. she came on our show quite a oh, bit. I know so apologies if she's your friend, but she annoyed no. that. Well, I've known her for years yeah. and she would say that watching it there was so much drama on the last season. Yeah. She would say like she wants to clear things up so she'd come on the show and then she wouldn't, wouldn't clear, clear anything up. Things oh, okay. Up. Right. So are you going to be like that? this season as well guys i feel like like the one thing that nadia said to me got for, with me going on to the show she was like oh you're gonna be fine you're gonna handle this a lot better than what i did you guys will be seeing my issues come to life okay. rather than me like have to come well, back this was after the show what she did is i believe she faked herself getting a pregnancy test mm-hmm. and oh. her, her friend took the photo and then they leaked it out there as if she'd been packed you know i actually hadn't even seen this i have heard about it but yeah. i haven't seen it did she fake it or was i actually don't even i haven't seen it did you so take the photo? It seemed, it, like a, <laughs> it seemed like the perfect, someone who has 250,000 followers on Instagram. That was me. I'll, I'll send you through a few of my little on-side businesses as well if you guys want to get secret papped as well. <laughs> You've been on a dating another dating show before. Yeah. Which one? Notoriously single, Davina Rankin from Brisbane. Um, uh, no, what was it actually? First dates. Right. Well, yeah. Mm. You seem like someone that would just be able to get a guy so easily. No, I get dates. Don't get me wrong. I get like a not a lot you're, of dates. You know, you're allowed to say that. You get <laughs> asked out quite a bit. Um, yeah, so I, I go on a lot of dates, but it's just, you know, finding quality. I know exactly what, you know, I want in a guy and what qualities I'm looking for in my person. So, you know, for me to kind of find that, it's really easy too these days. I think women... Well, and men, I guess, are disposable now, really, mm. because of Tinder and all those dating apps. You don't really have to make, you know, first I found dates I was disposable the entire yeah. way through my dating career. Career? <laughs> <laughs> you call it a career? Yeah. Two so, weeks can be a career. I feel like people don't have to try as hard anymore. You don't have to stick around yeah. anymore because you can have a new date on Wednesday if you want. You're hungry? Just mm. flick on, flick through Tinder. Order one up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tonight is the honeymoon episode. Okay, yeah. Is it a real... Honeymoon? Oh, it is. We went to the Cook Islands. No, I don't think, think you're understanding what he, he said. Oh, it's he very beautiful that you innocently. Like, do, you, do you do on a, like, does the honeymoon go he all the way to the honey? No, oh, be respectful. Okay. Come so, on. <laughs> does the honeymoon go all the way to the honey? You guys will see. It'll all cut. You'll be able to see it. Can but, they air that in that time but, um, slot? <laughs> I've got 7.30 on my... I don't know. We'll soon find out. Is there an up late version? But, um... Yeah, you guys will just have to watch and see. Need bunks. Yeah. Like <laughs> Nothing bunk is, beds. Imagine that. Imagine going home to a guy's room and he's and got, he's bunk, got beds. bunk beds in there still. Yeah. Well, that's what you meant by you want to be on top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done have you ever gone back to like been dating a guy, gone to his house, seen Race something in his house and then gone, nah, I can't. Because Stab's got toys, like figurines and pens oh, and stuff toys, he collects. Does he? I he looks like he yeah, would. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> oh, what, have you had that? 
Um, no, well, we were actually talking about this this morning in the way here. Um, like, you know, going back to people's houses and their rooms aren't actually rooms. They're just like forts made up of like... Oh, the divider. When someone's divider. Like, and it's just not crashing. actually a room. Like, I feel like it's a little bit illegal. Like, you know, when yeah. it's, you know, mm-hmm. they're trying to like sell a property for with five rooms yeah. in one bathroom and it's actually, you know, one room, one bathroom. But anyway. They've got a sheet hanging from the roof saying, yeah. no, it's a wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember one guy told me that he lived, had flatmates and it ended up that it was actually... He Living at home with his parents. Yeah, it's like flatmates. Your flatmates are so weird. Yeah, <laughs> photos of you up. Your flatmates are old, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's um. Yeah, it's kind of like nothing surprises me anymore. Like disappointments, mm. just like my thing. Uh, now I do have to ask you before we let you go. There's something going on. You're getting all your tattoos removed. It's just my really bad 18 year old mistakes. Can we have a look <laughs> at it? What tattoo is it? Oh no! Come on. See, it's good because I don't get to see it. Yeah, but is it a butterfly back? or some sort of no, no, tribal? No, no, it's like a real. No, it's not actually that bad. So this. This is good. It's not making me feel. Okay. It's making me feel better about it. But it says once, once upon, upon a, a time, time, happily ever after. Aww. Aww. See, that's cute. But yeah. you don't want to be happily ever after anymore. Well, I just don't want it there. Mm. Like it's mm. a great starting point for the, like the old guys at the pub back in the day. They'd be like, oh, what's on your back, love? Is my name in the middle there? You know. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like bizarre place to put it though know. for people to notice. People always well, have to be yeah. I, I have right to be honest, up behind you. I did yeah. notice. Well, I did notice them at your wedding because you had a beautiful dress that was showing them. And yeah. Yeah, you know what? I think actually seeing myself, you know, in my wedding dress as well, I was kind of like, oh, that's right. You f- I forget that they're there. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, seeing yourself and seeing the photos, you're like, oh, okay, I guess young Davina can kind of grow up now. And it's easy. You can yeah. you can literally get them lasered off. So, Does Ryan have yeah. any tattoos? Ryan's got a heap of tattoos. Yeah. He's got them everywhere. No, like, Ryan. actually. Yeah. <laughs> There's another answer. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, everywhere. Uh, thank you so much for popping in. Married at First Sight, The Honeymoon. It all kicks off tonight. Well, the show continues, but The Honeymoon is tonight. Yep. 7.30, Channel 9. Davina, thanks for coming in. Thank nice to see you. Thank you for having me. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Mm, Maddie Acton. It's time to apologise and you don't even know what for. So many to choose from. Yes, let's just pick one. Okay. Okay. Uh, We were talking earlier on um, this week about, you know when you meet people and you go, I don't know if I know them or not, Mm -hmm. and they introduce themselves and you were like, oh. oh." Happened a bit yesterday. Uh, Yes, all right. Is that when I got shirty? Yes. Yeah, you did you get got, a little bit annoyed. You got salty. Just to remind people what happened is... <laughs> nice use of that. We went to an event and you thought that you didn't know this person yeah. and they introduced themselves. This is how I you didn't des- know them. This is how you described it. We were in an event a couple of weeks ago at Channel 7 mm. and a girl came over and was all like, oh my God, a big hug, blah, blah, blah. So I said, hi, I'm Matt. No, I don't oh, do that. Oh, no. You don't introduce yourself, no. though. She goes, we've met because I clearly hadn't remembered her. I went... No, we haven't. Yeah. Lana, Lana was her name. Oh, and you confidence. have met her before. Lana yeah. was her name. No, I honestly don't think I have. In my defence, ah. I was talking to someone else, she hugged them, and then I was just standing there like the loser between two friends, and I thought, oh, well, she's not saying anything to me, so we haven't met, so I introduced myself. You went on and said how rude it was for her no, to... No, I didn't. Don't. Yeah, you did. You, did. Said, she should, you did. said she should have just pretended. No. That's what I said. I said, what we need to do is a rule in society. If someone introduces themselves, let's not make it awkward. Just pretend you've never met. Now, sure, Mum. We know her quite well. She's from Channel Seven. Yeah, we lovely. Yeah, yeah. I, wor- I worked that out when I came in the next day. Yeah. And she said, "Well, you've known her for years. I've only lived back in Brisbane for twelve months. I've well, been gallivanting around the country." Funny you say that, Manny Acton, because she sent me a photo. <laughs> oh no! 
<laughs> Photographic evidence is Photographic the worst. Evidence. The, internet, the internet is ruining I this, will hold this up for the cameras Tell in case we it. are going to play this. But Manny Acton, who's that? And what are you doing? You're wearing a hat. Let's forget that. But who's okay. that, Matt? That's me. That's you, That's young you. you. And who's that next to you? Dunno. <laughs> <laughs> you know who that is. Who's that there? That is Lana, the girl that you said you've never met. Back in 2012 was 2012. the first time you would have met her. And we think many times since. Now we have her on the phone, and I think you need to apologise. Hey, Dal. Hi, Maddie. How are you? Good. <laughs> in my defence again, I'm looking at that photo. Yes. Someone's put highlights in their hair, haven't they? Look, it was a few years ago, yes. so a few things have changed. No. But we've definitely met since then. Yeah. In fact, would you like to maybe meet her again so you can no, apologise no, in yeah. person? No, Let's bring in the mystery guest. No. Here she She's is. She's on the phone, but the in fact, she's here in person. Now I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Good morning, Maddie. How are you? I'm, I'm good. How are you, Laura? <laughs> I did hear the segment, Stav, and mm. I did hear you call me Llama, so I'll <laughs> That's how I remember your name, yeah, but I love llamas. But that's fine, mm. so do I. Mm. Yeah. But you, you've met Maddie several times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn it. I just don't, you know, I think if you get invited to an event, you should at least know who invited you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because you were the party organiser. Yes. In my defence, I quite often delete those emails, then Abby re-forwards them to me. Yes. yes. That's not okay. a defence. But you've heard me talk about Lana quite a bit, and I said to her, I was like, hun, you haven't even changed since the no, photo in 2012. No, no, she looks no. exactly the same. No, you don't. Your hair's shorter, it's lighter. No. You've done something with your skin because you're looking amazing. You look younger. <laughs> Ooh, he's oh, he's digging up. Look, you look oh, younger. Yeah. So when, did you, when was this, where did you meet him first? That was actually in Sydney. That was our um, X Factor Grand Final in 2012. Yes, that's right. Big event. Yes. You didn't forget that. That's right. We, we spent hours together. We did because doing we, interviews. We hours broadcasted the show live from there, like every night for every about night. six months. <laughs> so we met several times then. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm really. I'm mortified, and I feel terrible. Yes, because you. I'm sure are unforgettable. Oh, you're unforgettable now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Maddie, I actually feel like we should take a selfie just so I can send it to you anytime yes. you don't yeah. remember. <laughs> so that is a very I good idea. I think that's how we'll end this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I think parents can relate to this one. When you get a phone call from childcare and you see the number come up and you get panicked and you're like, oh, okay, I come. You're like, hey, is everything okay? Is he all right? And they're like, yes, everything's fine. Just letting you know, he's had a little bit of an accident, but he's fine. And you're like, but is he okay? Yes. Then why did you have to call? Because now all I do is panic all day. Mm. Go pick him up. Should I? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, <laughs> but no thanks. Automatic video roll on social media. You know, Facebook, oh, when yeah, you're just flicking yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I didn't hit play, just starts up. Yes. You've got me in a lot of trouble of recent times. Who are you following there, Manny? It's not me, it's the things people share. Mm. People on the internet mm -hmm. should be ashamed of themselves. But you like to watch it. No, it's because the automatic <laughs> play is on. I wouldn't generally play it, but it automatically happens. It's not good. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Turn it off. And yeah? Yeah.
Hey there. <laughs> Gravity. You're pretty cool. Keep us all firmly planted on the ground. All that sort of jazz. But I'm holding something that I want to keep in my hand. <laughs> and I drop it. Mm. Like, for instance, why does toast always fall butter side up on the, on the ground? Mm. Or butter side down, butter you mean? Side down, mm. yeah. yeah. Or this little great piece of technology, your iPhone. Mm. It's got a case on it. But every time I drop this, mm. I almost swore there. <laughs> every time I drop this thing, it seems to fall in the exact spot that will crack the screen. I reckon they weight them like that on purpose. Yes. It's an iPhone's conspiracy. That one I will agree with you. This Thank is you. my tenth screen. Yes. Get it done properly and you'd get it on insurance. Not your turn to talk, mate. My turn. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hi, that's the show and the podcast done. Um, you can catch us tomorrow live from 6 on the radio or we do extra business here too where we chat about uh, stuff that doesn't make it to the air. If anyone's got anything they want to bring up. We're all pretty quiet today. Yeah, anyone? Well, my topics got deleted yesterday, so I don't feel like... From your notes. No, that was because that was our fault. We oh. went too far with it. You can br- bring that topic up again. <clears throat> no. It, it didn't make it into the podcast and we'll be better about it. We're better people today than we were yesterday. We were I don't know what happened to you. You're normally Did you Mr. cut it all out? Yeah, the whole thing went. But yeah. you, you're normally Mr. Nah, that's fine. And you felt that crossed a line. I, 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 didn't, I didn't see that at all. No, I didn't see it cross the line. No, it was weird. You got you got like an attack of, of conscience. It's like you listen to the guy on this shoulder, your right shoulder, instead yeah. of the guy on the left for a change. I know, he won't go away. It's yeah, very so. hard to determine what's inappropriate for you because mm. it's not a consistent um, grading, I would have to no, say. Just that's jumps. true. Jumps. And you go, ooh. Didn't know that would be inappropriate. That's a trigger. There's many layers to this cake. Oh, you're an, you're an onion. <laughs> You've got a problem yeah. with gynecologists? Because that's what we were talking about yesterday. No, I don't have a problem with them. They've done some great things for my wife. Oh. Well, we've had kids. Yeah. Without them. Mm. Well, they used to do it Wouldn't have a them. playground. <laughs> but so... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everyone. You can bring it up. I we'll was just clean. saying that a, a gynecologist started following me on Instagram. Mm. Um, obstetrician slash gynecologist. And he was your, the same name as your favorite doctor. Doctor, his name was Dr. Matt Smith and Matt Smith was my favorite doctor of all time. He was 11. And I was like, I just don't feel like I can follow him back. Because he's attractive. Well, well, I was going to go to that practice, but I was like, well, there was a lot of attractive guys. I don't think I'd want an attractive guy. Would it be weird if they said to you, "Um, do you want to become an Instagram influencer? (laughs) Just do a couple couple of posts about our business. An influencer. And you won't have to pay any any bill. I I hate that term. I hate hate Instagram influencer. Yes, because because I hate it. And at that lunch, we were at a lunch yesterday. It's one of those words I'd only heard, I think, when I came back from holidays this year. Yeah, well, you started talking about it. It's no, everywhere it now. Yeah, but everywhere. I get asked all the time, Fitness "Would you influencer? be? Yeah, would you be a, a an influencer?" And I'm like, "What happened with the word ambassador? Ambassador yeah. sounds heaps better. Or would you just post this in exchange for this?" Do you know and what? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I don't feel comfortable because I'm not a very good influencer. So I mm. say no to everyone. This uh, flu season, I'm going to be an influenza influencer. <laughs> That's not true. You never get the flu shot. <laughs> That's why I'm going to be an ambassador for it. Oh, yeah. Good one. yeah, you've changed. I, I never get the flu. Mm. Oh. You never get it. No. I got bird flu once. She did. Over in Bali. Didn't you get swine flu once? No, it was just bird flu, but I didn't have a day off and I don't know how no one else got it. Remember, I was really sick. You were really sick. What did you do to that bird to catch it? I got it over in Bali. So apparently there would have been chickens or something around us that would have been sick. My friend's kid caught a pigeon the other day. 
This is a very random conversation that we're having. Yeah. Is yeah. that going anywhere? Well, you know how like kids chase pigeons? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they fly oh, off? Actually caught she one. actually caught one. In there. And then what she do? She just held it and everyone's freaking out, going, get rid of that. Let, let go of the fr- uh, flying rat that's filthy. Yeah. She was pretty happy. Stroked it, petted it. Got a pigeon. Kept it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. See you guys tomorrow from six. Bye. Stab, Abby, and Matt. Stab, Abby, and Matt.